And from Mamma Mia, Emma Gillespie joins us right now. Hello, Emma. Good morning, friends. How are we today? We're very well. And today we're going to talk about Alec Baldwin. And he has now been charged with manslaughter over the shooting death of the cinematographer on the film he was executive producing and also starring in. Yes, so this is a really interesting one to unpack. You might remember back in 2021, October, headlines about this story. Tragically, as you've mentioned, Amanda, Helena Hutchins is the name of a 42-year-old cinematographer who was struck and killed by a live round of ammunition fired from a prop gun held by Baldwin. The film's director was also wounded at the time, but he survived the incident, he's okay. But now we know that Alec Baldwin himself is going to be facing two counts of involuntary manslaughter charges. He's also uh, the armourer for the film. Her name's Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. So her job was basically to be the boss of all the weapons on set. She's facing the same charges, which we sort of expected. And she's maintained the entire time that it was not her fault, that Baldwin was responsible. She was only 24 when it happened. It was only her second ever job as an armourer. Oh, still. While Baldwin, he's always placed responsibility on her. A lot of finger pointing in this one ever since then. But there was this huge investigation and we've since learned that they're both being charged. But what has surprised everyone is that the first involuntary manslaughter charge has a maximum penalty of 18 months behind bars. The second charge has a firearm enhancement, is what it's called, and it has a minimum mandatory five years in prison. So if he is found guilty of that more serious involuntary manslaughter charge, he would go to prison for five years at minimum. What I found interesting is that I thought he might have been, when I heard manslaughter charges, I thought maybe as executive producer because you are in charge of who you hire as an armourer mm. and all of those things and and also in a way the culture of a shoot because then you heard that also some of the crew were mucking around and shooting tin cans with the guns, yes. etc. Yes. But he's being charged as the actor. So prosecutors have said that they think he had an independent duty as the person handling the weapon to inspect it himself so that regardless of whether or not there was an armourer or whoever handled the weapon on set and whoever told him that it was a cold gun, meaning there were no live rounds in it, that despite all of that, there was still an onus on him to make an independent inspection. Wow, and that that's therefore, a big call. He's culpable. Yeah, it is a really big call. It's sort of ruffled a lot of fe- a lot of feathers because people are saying this is sort of the worst case scenario, that they've thrown the book at him really with the full force of the law. But it remains to be seen, you know, whether or not they can prove that this was something more than an accident because essentially for that more serious charge, that's what needs to be proved, that it was more than an accident. And the coroner's report ruled the death as accidental. Obviously a huge tragedy, but, Mm. you know, was it an accident or not, I suppose? Well, it it was an accident, wasn't it? He was... Yes. He, he didn't go to shoot her. No, but, but manslaughter might be not mm. the deliberate thing, but by there's a difference between accident and your incompetence that may have led to it. Perhaps there's some semantics in there. Yeah, I believe that's the sort of what remains to be determined going mm. forward. It was a rehearsal. He says he didn't pull the trigger, yeah, but then the, the FBI trigger obviously went says off. that the trigger did go off and that he did pull it. So. Everyone has a different story when it comes to this one. But naturally, you know, the press interest has been enormous. His wife, Hilaria Baldwin, she's back in the headlines. Yes. Now, this is just so bizarre, this one. Hilaria Baldwin, well, really her name is Hillary. 
and we thought that she was a Spanish woman for many, many years. And Jonesy, I believe that you have a little bit of audio. Well, yeah, because I thought she was Spanish and she certainly well, sounds like it. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to say. You're not going to ask me questions. I'm going to tell you. Okay? I want you guys to realize that we have seven kids and you being here to escort them to school and to be there when they come home is not good. So on a human level, you guys know I'm not going to say anything to you. You know that. So please leave my family in peace and let this all play out. Okay? So let my kids come home and you stay away from them because they ask me, "Mommy, what like what are these people doing?" And it's a very hard thing as a mom to try to explain. So please go home. Leave my family she in peace. She does sound like Spanish. Uh, the English is her second language. So yes. yeah, heavily that's, accented. Uh, Ilaria. Well, actually, she was born in Massachusetts, Hillary. Yeah, and went to university. Her parents, one of her parents is Spanish, but she grew up in America. And university friends have said there's no way she had that accent then. Yeah. But she's invented herself as a Spanish person. She's super white bread and she ran with the Spanish thing for years. She was, she posed on the cover of magazines like Latin American magazines. Alec Baldwin in interviews referred to her as Spanish and then this all blew up in 2020. And since then, I think she's been a lot more careful with the accent. Right. Uh, but this, this moment with reporters and paparazzi the other day, now that's distracted from this whole case and everyone's talking about Ilaria again. So, so could she identify as Spanish? Is that what she's doing? Uh, she says that culturally she identifies as Spanish, that she's yeah. straddled two cultures her whole life and she spent a lot of time on holidays in Spain. Because <laughs> I love, <laughs> I love the I Italians. I love, and I'm as boring as anything when it comes to white because you know, I'm eighth generation Australian. I'd like to be Italian. Yeah, I, 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 I want to talk like this. Why can't I do that? Because that's the worst stereotypical I, Italian look, accent like I've ever heard. Give me a bigger pizza pie where you busted my balls. I but, think you're also offending Italians right now. There's a, they love me. They love him. There's a very funny clip on YouTube somewhere of Hilaria on a cooking show a few years ago and they're doing a demonstration and she says, oh, and then the next step, how you say uh, cucumber? And she can't think of the word in English, um, her native tongue. Brilliant. How you say cucumber. Brilliant. Just leave my family in peace. Well, this is great, Emma. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you'll catch Emma on mamamia.com.au. Just go there. See her. Thanks.